0: Two and welcome back to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host Cardinellis with Cody the Oracle. Hey everybody! And uh, one of my favorite movies is with Tom Hanks and one Leonardo DiCaprio, Catch Me If You Can, where a guy faked being an airline pilot all over the world, and it was awesome. Well, and a dentist. Oh, and a dentist, and a po- college professor at BYU, my college. Did you know that? Yeah. For two months, he was a professor at BYU. Yeah. So anyway. There is a modern catch-me-if-you-can going on right now. A woman is literally faking being a professor at NYU at Stern College and a foreign policy advisor to one Andrew Yang. And there's even Taiwanese newspapers that are now quoting this woman. This is awesome. This is just really, really actually funny and cool simultaneously.
1: Cody, tell us what's going on. Uh, I, 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 I... I don't know, man. I wouldn't – what I'm seeing here is foreign governments literally meddling in American elections. But I guess that is hilarious. I guess it's a real a real thigh slapper. Anyway, let's go through what's actually happening. It's so, a knee slapper. So not a thigh anyway, slap. uh, it depends who you ask. Anyway, um, Washington Examiner ran this piece today, but this has been something that's been circulating for a while. So let's walk through this. It's, a, it's, actually, it's not a very confusing story, surprisingly enough, but it is a bizarre one. So here we go. From Washington Examiner today, an opinion piece called Meet the Apologist for Beijing. Claiming to oh, an apologist for Beijing claiming to be Andrew Yang's foreign policy advisor. Now, this is really, really weird. So uh, they did they, some editorializing, but we'll get into this here. So uh, they go second. It's author claims to be the advisor to the presidential campaign of Andrew Yang. Anne Lee, a former college professor and pundit who appears on television, has been promoting herself as a foreign policy advisor to Yang's campaign for at least a couple of months now. When she spoke at an event in December put on by the same South China Morning Post, by the way, definitely state media in China, the event's organizers confirmed to me she personally submitted a bio that prominently shares her affiliation with Yang, and when I contacted her seeking clarification about it, Lee quickly responded, Yes, I am his foreign policy advisor for the last 13 months, but Yang's campaign was also quick to answer a request for verification. It unequivocally denied Lee's claims. She is not an advisor to the campaign, wrote Yang's national press secretary, which I believe is S.Y. Uh Anyway, this is what they were speaking about in particular. So this is what uh, was posted from Professor Anne Lee, And it says right here, author of What the U.S. Can Learn from China and Will China's Economy Collapse, hyphen, foreign, co- foreign policy advisor to Andrew Yang. And there's a few things, so I wasn't looking into this to see what, like, what actually was the thing, the... Did she just put that on her resume Yeah. speak at some event in China? Because, like, honestly, who's going to check, right? Like, it's not... It's a pretty good thing for con men to do. Just, hey, I'll just say I work for... Yeah, I'm representing some... I'm, I, I give American advice to some Dutch guy running for president. Like, no one's going to yeah, check that. Exactly. Well, this is interesting. So this was an article written, I want to say... When was this? January 16th. Just a little while ago. Okay. Why is Andrew Yang now silent on Taiwan? This article actually ran in Taiwan News. I think it's TaiwanNews.ty or whatever. I'm getting the link wrong, but you understand him. I didn't do all my looking into it, but I'm assuming this must be some paper in Taiwan that, I mean, it's called Taiwan News. you know. Well, I mean, gonna, and obviously somebody's reading those characters up there. Yeah, exactly. well, also you look at the numbers right here, yeah. and there's a lot of people looking right now. This article has 14,000 views, and it's written in English. Anyway, so I want to show you guys. This was really weird to me. It says, why is Andrew Yang now sound in Taiwan as Taiwanese president continues? Presidential candidate has avoided commenting on President Tsai, I believe, well, probably pronouncing it wrong, re-election. We consider why this might be. So they go down and they go and say a lot of Taiwanese people feel rather proud that Aang Jiang is running... But this is what is interesting. They they ask, why hasn't he spoken about the new election of the new leader in Taiwan? And this was one of the first things they postulate. Some observers have speculated that Yang is under the influence of his foreign policy advisor, Anne Lee. Yeah. She's an adjunct professor of economics and finance at New York University and has been highly critical of the Trump administration's hardline stance with China over trade. She clearly advocates a more conciliatory approach to the communist regime there, but that would also mean a tolerance of China's myriad human rights abuses. Yang has spoken out in the past to criticize China over its persecution Execution of Uyghur Muslims in the region of East Turkestan, he has also been critical of their aggressive policies toward Taiwan, Hong Kong, and other places in the region. So even then, they kind of mentioned that it'd be kind of weird for him to be taking advice from her. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it does seem that this is not—it's not of no consequence. People have yeah. been saying in areas of the world where they might be talking about stuff like this, like, hold on a minute. Is Andrew Yang, is, is this Amy Lee actually his foreign policy advisor? And there's one other thing I want, or a couple other things I wanted to show you guys. So we'll run through all this and we'll talk more about it. Now... Well, this, yeah, so now we have to actually start yeah.
0: investigating her well, and, just, and, and, and and backing this up. Yeah.
1: Doing some cursory looks, right, you'll see that Ann Lee is, definitely this appears to be her Twitter account. Nowhere on here is she currently claiming to be the foreign policy advisor to Andrew Yang. It's, what's actually funny is that- But now she's saying she's former professor at Peking University. Exactly. Like I was about to say, if you if you look at the, bio- the, bio- okay. the biography we have in this thing right here, it's basically like she just changed foreign policy advisor to Andrew Yang to former professor at Peking University. It's the exact same bio otherwise. So- former policy? It advisor does to seem that, yeah, but it does seem that What did she just have a convo with him once or what This individual for whatever reason Was claiming to be the foreign policy advisor I, I can't tell you why right I really Don't know why she was but for some Reason she was and there's one last thing I pulled up again This has 101 likes and 35 Reach. Hey I talked this to Zach the Grumman
0: About the yeah. Saugus well, we'll high school
1: Check this out really quickly this isn't again, the, the biggest thing of all time, but again, Anne Lee is the foreign policy advisor to Andrew Yang, the first Taiwanese-American candidate for his presidency. Her position on Taiwan, the Trump administration tried to bait China by stirring up trouble. Again, this isn't the biggest thing ever, but for a while, at, at least, there was discussions about how this Anne Lee individual was the foreign policy to Andrew Yang. Now, as far as I know, the only I'll, I'll do some more digging if I can, but At a cursory glance before we started recording, this is really the only confirmed she does not work from the campaign I have really seen from the campaign is, you know, in this opinion piece that was published today by the Washington Examiner, this person claims to have been working for him. It looks like we can date back to December the claims originated, but But she claims 13 months before that.
0: But now do we know if the campaign's claim that she doesn't work for her is real? What
1: is up? What is down, Cody? Do we even know? Judging by the fact that she just basically <laughs> quietly removed that from everything, I would say that, yes, yeah, she was lying. There's nothing. She, she probably Again, got toasted a little get, bit. I don't want to get into, you know, conspiracy theory territory, but if this was an American person doing this, I would say they 100% work for the CIA. So like, this <laughs> definitely, this sounds like what intelligence people do. This is like misinformation. You just but have they somebody just, She just did a around. bad job,
0: so she got caught or what?
1: Dude, who cares? The headline, the articles exist. People in Taiwan openly were speculating: Is this individual having influence in Andrew Yang? It doesn't matter now that the, that yeah. the Washington Examiner ran an opinion piece exposing her. It doesn't matter. Dude, the damage has been done. Well, it is very interesting to see again. I think Andrew Yang's campaign, if this is if there if there isn't more to the story. They should have been way more o- open and vocal and like aggressive about this because it's a bad look, man. When you have somebody who, I mean, again, yeah. like I'm not. We we can get into the, all the China politics. Admittedly, I don't know everything about China. I do know that uh, th- that paper they cited was is Chinese state media. So the Chinese state media is asserting the South China Morning Post is asserting that this individual is Andrew Yang's for- foreign policy advisor. I don't know. Maybe maybe she just. They just didn't check, and she just told him, and like, whatever, we'll run with it. But it is really interesting to see how this story has gotten out like that, and it's, I wish the Yang campaign would just a little bit more, hey, look, somebody's out there claiming to be, she does not represent the campaign. We. Uh, uh, they, well, it looks I, like I it's also that. over already.
0: And, and by the way, I think we actually have a lot to learn from uh, Ms. Lee. Uh, I talked to Zach Grumman a couple times at multiple events. Uh, the last time I talked to him was about the Saugus, S-H-O-O-T-I-N-G, which uh, happened in our hometown here. And um, I think that pretty much qualifies me as a GUN control advisor to the Yang campaign. You know what I'm saying? Now I can say I'm uh, 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 a Second Amendment advisor to the Yang campaign, right? I mean, I can float that on res- resumes. Maybe I can get on the BBC News and and uh, the, the Taiwanese World Press or whatever that was. <laughs> I mean, you gotta admit, dog. That's a that's a gutsy
1: move. That's a gutsy move. Dude, that's literally what the CIA does all the time. I don't think you understand. That's oh, like I don't know. That is what intelligence no, agencies do. No, about you just send it. people nah, into on the dangerous stuff. Be,
0: they're, they're covert, not overt. What are you talking about? The CIA is covert. I'm saying
1: it's it's, the the, the, the CIA, but this is the kind of stuff people do. Maybe it's just another campaign hired someone to be. But, I mean, I can look. I'll I'll send links. I don't like just showing random Twitter threads. But there was legitimate online discussion for a while that Andrew Yang is bowing to the Chinese government by surrounding himself with state stooges. That isn't good for him. And the weird thing is this, though. I've heard none of this in American media. It doesn't matter in America. That's true. No one's actually talking about this. So yeah. why was this going on? Why was someone doing this? Was Anne Lee just trying to get speaking deals and she was like, hey, if I go to China and tell them that I'm representative for an American political candidate, I'll have more access to speaking deals and stuff. I'll be on you know Chinese TV more. Maybe she's just a total grifter and that's what's going on. Either way, there was legitimate discussion, it looks like, in parts of Asia for I'm a while. I'm on the side of grift. this individual is... But what I'm saying is... It, it, I mean, not in America people are voting, but I will say another thing. From the right, when people on the right criticize Andrew Yang, I hear this almost all the time. He's a Chinese spy, so this <laughs> isn't going to help. It's, not, it's, it's a dumb <laughs> argument. Do you really hear that? Oh my god! All the time, people say, "Oh, isn't he oh, like?" that's not the right. a Chinese the right. communist? Because I am from China, dude. But uh, I don't know. I just this was a really interesting story, really weird story. Not what I was expecting to read this morning well, on the eve of the oh, the day of the New Hampshire primary. But I mean, it, it's it, if like I said, it's not the biggest deal of all time, but the very fact that articles like this one exist where there was, where there are people in countries like Taiwan just openly speculating, Oh, wait a minute. So Andrew Yang is working with, you know, people like this that are close with the Chinese. Like, Oh, that's the kind of guy he is. Just the fact that I was getting circulated around is so weird to me. It's so bizarre. And I really wonder where that comes from.
0: So, um, I err on the side of grift. I just think it was, uh, uh, uh attention sinking gone overboard. Uh, I don't know. To me, it doesn't necessarily smack of intelligence because most of these worldwide intelligence agencies probably do a better job recruiting. But um, or at least getting away with it. So anyway, at the How end do of the day, you know what
1: they were trying to get away with. That's the mistake you're making. You don't know what they're trying to get away with.
0: You true, think you dude. do. That's true. It's like if you have to ask, you can't afford it. And if you know about it, then it wasn't done correctly. Boom shakalaka. We've all heard of the ghosts of Christmas past, past Christmas present and Christmas future. But apparently the ghost of Kirk Douglas, one
1: Spartacus,
0: has come back from the grave in order to back Michael Bloomberg. Now, how is this possible? Okay. Charles Dickens told us the story of the uh, ghost of Christmas past. Wait, was that Charles Dickens? You brought it up, man. Oh, dang it. I might have just screwed myself on air. Anyway...
1: Cody, tell us what's going on. Okay, so so yes. It, it appears that we were talking the last few days about Michael Bloomberg's apparent acquisition of the DNC and his power. What do you call digging up, theoretically digging up Kirk Douglas, 103 years old, just passed away, to endorse Michael Bloomberg from beyond the grave? Is that pulling <laughs> out? Have they officially pulled out all the stops at this point? And like I said, Bloomberg isn't even technically in the race yet. I don't think he's appeared on one ballot, actually. I think... Yeah, he hasn't been on one ballot yet. And this story came out. Now, first of all, I want to go. Now, let's walk through this. I think what is the what's the meme? A lot to unpack here. So first of all, uh, Michael Douglas claims that Father Kirk, Kirk Douglas being the 103 year old former actor who passed away, I believe, a week ago, um, used his last words to back Michael Bloomberg for president. Yeah. Uh, so let's go through this uh, actor Michael Douglas voiced his support for Democratic presidential candidate Mike Bloomberg telling the former New York si- New York mayor supporters in Wisconsin that some of his late father's Kirk's last words were well, Mike can get it done that is the there is no way that it, I am sorry I refuse to believe imagine being on this planet Mike you know what? can get it done
0: so he literally after not having been politically vocal his entire celebrity life came up with a talking point on his deathbed Because Mike can get it done Is basically just a reiteration of his slogan Right Now I look I mean so. I gotta I got tell you right now If this is true I don't want to be the person that's dogging Like some last words of a uh, Of a father to his son You know what I'm saying Like I mean that's that sacred stuff right there I don't want to apparently, touch on it Apparently
1: it's so sacred that his son is using it as campaign material But, for the but guy that, he wants that, to that's, that's what I'm that saying is. is I'm
0: like Like If it's true Okay that's cool I can deal with that but if it's not, man, there is a shamelessness to that that is just like almost a thing of beauty hold in on, itself. Hold
1: on, okay, this is actually too funny. Give me one second. I'm gonna pull this up. Okay, it, pull it up. It's, it's it's appearing more and more. And again, if I at risk of looking like a total jerk, if this is just bizarre but real, I just Googled searched what is Michael tw- Michael Bloomberg 2020's campaign slogan. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna show this to the screen. And, hey, dude, maybe maybe Kirk Douglas just saw a commercial or whatever, and he was just, you know, 103 years old. He just kind of repeated something he had seen on television. Okay, yeah. Because that is—Mike will get it done is literally listed as one of his campaigns. slogans. <laughs> That's what I'm telling sourced you, man. at MikeBloomberg.com. Dude, Bloomberg's my
0: boy. I, I know mean, this cat. But
1: what's, what makes the story ridiculous to me a little bit is—I mean— one is again and maybe like i said he was just old but the, the thought of living on this planet for 103 years again kirk douglas he acted in a lot of movies he had a lot of stuff like what what is it you want to you know you're about to leave this world for 103 years what like mike bloomberg for president <laughs> i mean yeah. it, it is one of the more bizarre stories but again yeah yeah and by the I way i think if at- we're talking about pulling out all the stops Bringing people back from the dead to endorse you—that is pulling out all the stops.
0: Well, but look, even he himself says, "I don't know if he was pulling my leg or not." But one of the last words that he said in the hospital when he came and he saw me, uh, asked me to lean over close to him, and I leaned over close to him, and he said, "Mike can get it done." So, I mean, (laughs) I don't, I don't know. Was that humor? Was it not? I I guess you'd have to be there in the moment to know. But the reason why I find it so hard to believe is like, I just don't believe that if one of the guys that gave us one of America's most cinematic and iconic moments, so much so that Cory Booker was using it when he said, this may be my Spartacus moment, you know what I'm saying? But you can't tell me that a guy that gave us, I am Spartacus, you know what I'm saying? That, um... That his dying moments were a political slogan, man.
1: Well, here's, here's the bigger thing to me. And this is why, even if he did say it, right, this is the thing I want to highlight more than anything about the idea of they're pulling out all the stops for everyone. Now, Michael Douglas, again, as he mentioned right there, Michael Douglas didn't say this in some heartfelt interview where he was like, look, you know, yeah, one of the last moments of my father pulling is like, he said this when he was campaigning for Michael Bloomberg. Michael Bloomberg. Michael Douglas has been campaigning for Bloomberg for a while now. And I mean, like, it just... It is so weird to me And again Maybe it's just Maybe it's just They had a weird relationship Weird guys Hollywood actors Whatever I love them
0: both man Kirk and Michael
1: Douglas But less than a week later To already be using The death of your 103 year old father (laughs) To shill shamelessly For Mike Bloomberg is one of the most I didn't think We'd already be here I didn't think We'd already be Celebrity endorsements Going all the way back Like I said Digging people up To have them endorse The candidate of their choice I didn't think we'll get there Pretty soon we're gonna find
0: out That Carrie Fisher also also endorsed him. Yeah, and, well but, the, but
1: it's just it is one of the weirder stories of this the cycle and it, it just it literally like Michael Bloomberg isn't actually running for president yet. I mean, listen to this. Douglas last month announced he was backing Bloomberg who we longed it as one of the greatest candidates history of our elections. Trump victory rep Anna Kelly told the paper in a statement that despite Michael Bloomberg's desperate efforts to buy relevancy in this election, he can't hide from the socialist policies that made him a failed mayor. Don't know why they added that at the bottom of this article. Well, it's I guess New York, New York Post. they just don't yeah. like Bloomberg. That's they probably like why. Bloomberg. But Hey, it, get off my boy. But it—it's just. I love the Bloomberg candidacy. It is just so weird. It is just so weird again. Like just, just the thought of (laughs) a a day after burying his 103-year-old father, Douglas was in Madison on Saturday for the opening of the Bloomberg campaign's second office, shilling for Michael Bloomberg, saying, "You know, he might have been joking, but one of my father's last words was a Michael Bloomberg campaign slogan." I mean, it, it is again like. I think this is literally pulling out all the stops. Because, again, I, I don't... Oh, I don't think it's link's pulled up at the you moment. Think so? Do you They've think there's already a chance it could have so happened, much. though? They've already... done. The establishment has bent over backwards from Michael Bloomberg already. This is something that I remember reading before Mike well, Bloomberg is, even ran. Hold let, on. Let me, let One me second. Just, while I wanna, you're I looking bring it this up. up. I, I want to talk about it. One second, and we'll get to you. Because this is what I think I want to hear, hear you say about this. Judge Judy, way... Do you remember this? Judge Judy, way back. I want to say... Yeah. Oh, my God, was this the fall i want to say august or whatever published an op-ed saying that michael bloomberg he needs to run he's the only person who could lead this country do you remember that yeah. Dude, they've been doing this for months of course of course i remember it um
0: judge judy you know she's probably approached she is a ferociously Uh, Shrewd and intelligent woman With her media empire now October 16th Yeah her own production company Makes her show She handles distribution Like she has literally Streamlined the money making process Off of her fame In a way that is actually Really beautiful to behold I have so much respect for Judge Judy So, you know, it doesn't surprise me if she's sitting down and making some really cool, um, I don't want to say self-serving because who knows, maybe she actually thinks that Michael Bloomberg actually can do a good job. She wrote an
1: op-ed before he was even running saying, never before in my career have I ever came out to speak politically, but now that must change. For the first time in my life, I am endorsing. Michael Bloomberg. This way that he wasn't running in October 16th. He wasn't yet. And she literally goes through and talks about how this might hurt my career. I'll post the link. Read this. Like it's ridiculous. I realize I'm taking a per prefer- a personal and career risk in making such a statement. I have carefully stayed away from politics for 50 years, except to vote. But times have changed in our country. But I believe, and I believe the moment has come for me to step out from behind the curtain. I want to speak honestly and from the heart, regardless of the consequences. I realize Michael Bloomberg okay, you said think, in March do you, do you that he will not this- run for president. It is... Like, they have been doing this... Gordon, Judge Judy, 50 years. Never said a word against politics. No, but, but how they is this bring pulling her out, out here ho, to ride an Cody, Cody, It's crazy, Cody, man. Cody, How is this pulling out the stops simply
0: getting a celebrity endorsement? I don't get how that's pulling because out all the
1: th- stops. Because this isn't... This isn't... You know, no offense, but... Um, I like the actor. John Cusack, he always is endorsing someone. He's pretty active politically. This is... F- what is he? 70-year-old Judy Heinlein has never came out to endorse anyone ever coming out before Michael Bloomberg has even announced he's running for president, writing an op-ed saying he has to run. He's the only one. I mean, they've been, and you know what else do a lot of old school types, you know what I Kind of people who still like, oh, New York City is the capital of the world types. Yeah. Before Michael Bloomberg even ran is what I'm saying endorsement he wasn't even a candidate and we have somebody saying so maybe they were I, i've never done before. this in my life so i'm gonna write an op-ed publish it in the new in usa today employing michael bloomberg you, okay president. so you me, don't think that's weird you don't you, think that's something no, hold atypical on, Cody, to Cody, elections Cody, Cody, Cody,
0: Cody. at some point michael bloomberg as a billionaire and the mayor of new york has to have made connections uh, amongst celebrities Of all kinds of different uh, no, uh, Walks of totally life It's totally normal One of them was probably Judge
1: Judy I, I mean I mean, People might think it's weird That Glover dude, supports okay. Yang well, Judge I mean, Judy didn't wait till Michael Bloomberg Had been running for a year And then say Yeah, if you twist my arm I kind of like him She wrote an op-ed Imploring he runs Before he even ran well, saying, yeah. never in my career She's like I realize I'm taking Great personal Andrew, Andrew Yang is, had some Early is, adopters He had Elon dude, Musk I don't think I'm say he what,
0: had some Elon Musk. Jericho Elon
1: Musk didn't run out to the presses and insist You're Andrew Yang get. runs for president. No, we didn't. Yang runs for president for a year and a half before people knew he existed.
0: Okay, look, at I, the end of the day. Hold on.
1: I'm just gonna say this. If you think it's totally normal for people like just Judy Heinlein to come out of nowhere and say, I all of a sudden support Michael Bloom for president. I've never done this in my Judy Shinlin. I apologize, kept pressing wrong. I've never Judge in my Judy. life I've never in my life endorsed anyone and now at great personal and professional Wait, do you race, think she was paid off? I'm endorsing. I will say I'm paid off. That was weird. And then Michael Douglas campaigning for Kirk Douglas the day after he buries his father telling people you know his last words were Mike can do it.
0: That's weird. This isn't normal the the the, the, the Michael Douglas thing I can put into that that's that strange category a lot faster than the judge Judy one um all, all I have to say about the Michael Bloomberg campaign is I absolutely love it. Besides Andrew Yang's candidacy, the Bloomberg candidacy is by far my favorite because it is doing stuff like this. It's force when I was voted off of the SCV GOP, they said, "Well, we want you to resign," you know, because they're trying to intimidate me into resigning. And I said, "No, I want you guys all on the record as having rejected the guy who is actually going to save our butts from getting creamed." So, I actually forced them all to vote me off because I wanted them to be on record. I love the Bloomberg presidency because it is forcing people on record for the shamelessness and the self-servingness and the crappiness that they are, it, it's it's forcing on record the DNC to show that we will allow you to buy entrance into our um onto our stage. If we like you, if we don't like you and you're like Tom Steyer, we make you spend seven million dollars in a seven to one uh, ratio. Just getting your individual donor um, requirements met with all the money you have because oh, them's the rules and we can't keep you out. But if you're the billionaire that we like, well, then we'll just change the rules for you and you don't have to waste all your money. And oh, if you're a billionaire that we don't like, well, then we're going to call you racist and throw the books at you and and hashtag never Trump you and whatever. Oh, but if you're the billionaire we like. Oh well, then that's fine. In fact, just change your party affiliation, uh, um, a party affiliation, and 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 we're with you, and we're going to bury that. Stop and frist stuff. you know what I'm saying? I love the Bloomberg candidacy because it is forcing everybody to see just how
1: shameless and depraved these people are. So, w- would you call this shameless uh, again? This is a quote from uh, Judge Judy's op-ed for Michael Bloomberg. I realize Michael Bloomberg said in March that he will not run for president in 2020, though he might be reconsidering that position according to anonymous sources. I respect his comment, but our political landscape has changed profoundly since he made it. There is a ferment on the left and the right. Candidacies are rising and falling, and this has created an opportunity for Bloomberg, a man of the center, to change his mind. Do you think Michael Bloomberg was just blindsided? Whoa, what is this? Judge Judy wants me to run? Oh, no, no, I'm sure somebody he said, "Go this, out there and write this." This has been the plan from the beginning, man. They've been, they've been, they have been literally sowing these seeds. He floated the idea of running in March, and then he didn't. And then Judy rides this. Judge Judy writes this in October, and then what he announced that he's going to run. I think, I think it was like late November. Yeah, he because look, here's, here's the sickness. But I'm just saying, that I've is, this is a weird thing that's going on? We are seeing no, that, that's all not, the stops get pulled out.
0: No, but hold on, that's not weird. Like. No politician wants to say, Yeah, I'm kind of a little bit of a narcissist and I enjoy power. It gives me a little bit of a rush, but at least I've got some ideals, more ideals than the next guy. So I decided I want to run because I actually like being in control of situations. Nobody actually says that. They all say, Well, I was asked to run. But this oh, well, isn't your average the GOP journalist. pleaded that I run. Oh, the DNC just needed a savior. So I stepped up. I was asked to serve by my community. So of course he wants to be able to say, Oh, well, I didn't want to, but there was such public outcry. Did you read the Judge Judy uh, op-ed? There's probably hundreds okay. of thousands but like
1: thing is she isn't just... A, most of the time, they do do that. You so know, he probably told but, her to write you know, it. And normally, she did it because she liked him and wants a political favor. Oh yeah, sorry, Judge Judy, very wealthy, very powerful woman. I believe in her seventies, definitely at the age where she's not going to be just taking crap from people anymore. Being like, yes, I will today decide to break my fifty years of silence to back you, Michael Bloomberg. Cause it's just no big deal. This Michael Bloomberg thing barely matters. I don't really care. This is a normal, average presidential campaign, dude. Weird stuff is going on, and I, th- I think we're gonna we're gonna see more Does and more he got of blackmail it. Blackmail on her. We're, yet? we're gonna see. I don't think it's. That, I think it's. Just- He's a billionaire with a lot of money and influence. I mean, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna pull this up, but this will be the last thing I want to pull up. Uh, let's see. If, oh man, I hope I didn't close it already. There is a uh, story going on around right now about how Michael Bloomberg has been doing very well with local, here we go, this is in the Times of San Diego, Michael Bloomberg's been doing pretty well, racking up endorsements with mayors from California, because remember, Super Tuesday, which California oh, because they all is want on. His money.
0: I bet you Garcetti was the first lap dog well, in his lap. That's what I mean,
1: but th- this is already the discussion, Mike Bloomberg racking up endorsements by California mayors before primary. Let's scroll down here, and they mention, I believe, Bloomberg has a history of helping his backers. They also might want to be on the side of a political benefactor, as the New York Times reported, many of Bloomberg's endorsers, including Mayors London Breed of San Francisco, Sam Licardo of San Jose, and Michael Tubbs of Stockton, attended a Harvard fellowship program that Bloomberg funded. His big giving efforts to have pumped cash into various cities now represented by some of his new endorsers. And it goes through here. I'll post links so you can read it. My point being is people know what they get when they endorse Bloomberg. Now, it's weird to me that I'm seeing that's always been a thing with Anyone running for president. What's weird to me is I'm seeing people like Michael Douglas and Judge Judy. They're actors. I get it. They're not like Paul. But people that, generally speaking, are above this kind of behavior behaving like this. And that's what's weird to me. Yeah. So uh, now we just know. It's like, let man speak
0: because out of his heart will his words flow forth. And then you know exactly what he's like. So let Michael Bloomberg do his Bloomberg thing so that we all know exactly who's purchasable who's buyable you know what i'm saying it's like in it's a wonderful life dude potter owns everything but not from the mayfield bill and trust or whatever was uh jimmy stewart's little little company you know what i'm saying so anyway um let us know what you guys think in the comments below please make sure that you have if you haven't yet please like um or subscribe to this and if you want to join the channel make sure you check out the join button there's all kinds of cool perks including members only content this is problem solver politics see you guys in the next video